Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. How sweet it is to be loved by you. How sweet it is to be loved by you. Guests appear on the Smile Center Hotline. Live from the Service Master by Cornerstone Studios with Jeff Hawkins on today's show, presented by Red River Toyota in Wynn, Arkansas, online at redrivertoyota.com. We're back with the Gabe Coon Show on 92.9 FM ESPN. Jeff Calkins is columnist of the Daily Memphian, and also host of the Jeff Calkins Show 9 to 11 right here on 92.9 FM ESPN on X at Jeff underscore Calkins. Jeff, how's it going? Good. Are you a grocery shopper who shops at, like, one store, or are you like uh, – Chris Harrington and I were talking about this on my show. Or are you a grocery shopper – like, some people go to five different stores for different things, et cetera. Like, mm-hmm. ah, I really like – and then some people need to go to Kroger. Load up the cart, you're done. I am, uh, I am Kroger, Whole Foods, and Trader Joe's. And then uh, my fiancé is everywhere. Like, she – it depends on what she's getting. I think she okay, gets – Okay, so what, what do you get – what in particular – do you get if if someone's going to Trader Joe's for the first time? What three things would you tell them you got to get? Okay, this is interesting. Three things at Trader Joe's. I can go one thing for sure. This is for me. Okay, what's the one thing? This is going to sound ridiculous, but it is what it is. Get their orange chicken, their freezer orange chicken. It's fantastic. Isn't it great? It's it's easy. It's you throw it in the air fryer. You move on. But I, when I had my boys home, we had that all. Yeah. I mean, it's basically candy chicken. Yes. Of course. But it is, it is delicious. Yes. Absolutely, I don't think that's ridiculous at all. And I, they, and I think that I asked someone once, because I, I, well, we didn't have a Trader Joe's for a long time, and then we have one, and all these people. And I finally said, what, give me some things to, that, and, 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 uh, and it's good, and what, that was one of the things people said to get, absolutely. Yes. Indian frozen Indian food's pretty good, too. Cookie butter? Um, people like the cookie butter. And uh, uh, they like, like the chocolate-covered almonds, is that it, or something? like? Yeah, I, I don't go very often anymore there. Yeah, I, Whole Foods, by the way, Whole Foods would be like, Foods? that would be the meat selection, and also, like, uh, they have the uh, the meat. good risotto yeah. rice. that And my, and my fiance, she... Cooks risotto. Wait, all what the kind time. of rice? What kind risotto. of risotto? Risotto. It's uh, is it a Borio? Is that what you'd call it? That's the brand. That's the brand, but it's just risotto. It's just risotto. Really? They have the good one there. Yeah. So that's There's they always have risotto. it in stock. 
Yes. As opposed to, like, if I get you get risotto at Kroger, I couldn't get the same risotto? I'm no. not sure. I don't think they have that grain in there. Um, they do have, like, the, the instant risotto, which I, you know, risotto is not meant to be instant. I'll tell you that right now. I've never made risotto in my life. How it's hard. It's risotto? Uh, every once, once in a couple weeks. She, she, it's very labor-intensive, Jeff. I mean, you got to you got to really? sit there and stir, and then you uh, throw some white wine in there, and you and you keep stirring. But you you have it's it's labor intensive. You have to stand okay, over so it for about an hour. Foods for the meat and for the risotto. Yes, correct. And then Kroger for everything uh, else. And well, Trader and I guess Joe's for certain things. I guess Kroger for like for chicken lunch. thighs, the uh, the uh, you know all the other sort of fro- meat that I'll throw in the freezer. That'll be uh, this is when uh, my fiance goes to uh, Costco. Oh, so you do? You got Costco too? Yes. Costco has very good meat, I think. Yes, yes, but that's uh, usually the frozen selection because you get it get it in bulk. Yeah. Well, uh, I'm a uh, I'm a Costco, largely Co- Costco, Kroger, and and then Fresh Market is such a luxury. Yes. It's really expensive, but I, at least I have a feeling. Maybe it's not even expensive. It, it's possible that it's that it's. Um, that it's that it just looks like stuff. Yes, but sprouts it's still too in there, and uh, and so I like I like it, and it's close to my house. But uh, hey, hey, give me Costco. I, you know, honestly, between Costco and Kroger, I can probably I can probably get yeah. the job done. Yeah, but um, I I mean, it depends. It depends right, well, how I'm feeling question. that day. Now now, real quick, yeah. I do have to say, Fresh Market, yeah. the hack there, their their pizza is great. I love their pizza. Really? Have you ever had their pizza? No. Oh God. It's Wait gorgeous. a second. So is this, and it's are you cheap saying, like, too. Get a slice there, or you the get, I mean, you can get a slice frozen? or a whole pizza. You can get a slice or a whole pizza. Wait, it's great. It's thin. It's almost. It's almost Brooklyn style, if you will. The foldable. I mean, it's 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 but, pretty good. Okay, but I'm confused. Are you saying you're getting hot pizza there, yes. or you're getting pizza that you pop in the oven there that's made? But like, cause you can get both. But I get the hot pizza. If I'm going to go to Fresh really Market. Really hot pizza. So yep. you can, just, can you just walk up to the deli counter and say, I'd like a slice of pizza, and they will give you one? Yes, in their hot food section. Yes, correct. Hot food section. Go check out a and pizza. They'll make pizza. a pizza for you. And it's a good pizza. And it, I, I think, I mean, it's I mean, it's good. It's good. I'm not saying it's life-changing, Look, but it is very good. Pie, if you go into Fresh Market or call ahead, say, I'd like a pepperoni pizza, whatever it is, as compared to ordering from a pizzeria. Yeah, is it just I mean, good? I mean, yeah, it's a step up from like the fast food pizzas for sure. What's a fast food pizza? Like the Domino's and Marco's oh, and Papa John's. Oh, you think it's better than Domino's, yes. Papa John's? Whatever. Absolutely not. I, honestly, I don't think it's close. I think it's way better oh, than those. Really? I think it's way better than those. Yes. <laughs> have you had the Costco pizza? I have not had the Costco pizza. Uh-huh. If I go to Costco, hey. I'm usually getting the hey. hot dog. Well, that's an interesting question because. One of my problems with Costco is that I'm fundamentally incapable of going to Costco without getting a slice of pizza. <laughs> and, and I don't need that every time. You 10 in the morning, getting a slice of pizza. It's a soft, chewier pizza. Yes. But it's freaking deli- greasy as hell. Delicious. Are now, you one, you're I'm not like one the, of those that daps off the grease, right? I need the grease. The grease is I a necessity. Grease, put it everywhere. Exactly. I bathe, let me bathe in the grease. The grease is delicious. <laughs> um, and then, but but last time I did go, I'm like, because I never get the hot dog because I like the pizza so much. But last time I got the hot dog, it is an unbelievable deal. A dollar fifty, <laughs> hot dog, drink. 
It's a. It's, it's a, almost it too much hot dog, though, isn't it? Long hot dog, it's, and I think it's all beef. It's like a delicious hot dog. It's too much. It's too much hot dog. It is a little what? bit. It's no. almost too much hot dog. I, I gotta say, no. <laughs> no, it, it, it's yes. not. I, I first of all, I eat so fast. I ate it in probably thirty seconds, and it is it is tremendous. And no, it's not too much. I probably I wanted a second one. I'll be honest. It was so good. I want. I, I I have no dinner plans tonight. Maybe I'm just going to drive to Costco and get. I'll get it all. The combo I'll get the hot dog. I'll get the pizza, and then the other thing I've never had that I I, I see people get, but there's you know I'm always getting the pizza. The bake thing. Have you ever had that? What is it? A chicken bake? What do they call it? There's no. another thing on the menu. That's I've like never. A, I think it's called a bake. You see, I've never gone this route. You're you're teaching me something right now. It's, there is definitely another thing on there, and I think it's a Costco. Google it. Google it. Mm-hmm. I think it's called a bake. And if it's Costco, I trust Costco. I think it's got to be good. Let's see. Connor's on the Connor's on the job here. Connor, is there something called a bake? Some Costco? type of bake. At it Costco. keeps sending me to the bakery. So I, uh, give me, <laughs> give me a moment here. I'll, I'll try to figure it out. I'll I will say the other thing. I'll tell you the other thing to get at Costco: the bagels. Bagels okay. are really good. There we go. You, you have to get two sleeves of them, and so it's a lot of bagels, and you're going to end up freezing one. But we're this is a terrible bagel town. Terrible, <laughs> terrible bagel town. <laughs> yes. And and I I think I don't know like these feel like they're Einstein's bagels honestly they feel like but they're just as good they're they're they're, they're excellent bagels yeah, at, like um, going to Kroger and getting bagels you don't get the crunch you need the crunch no. when you when well, you when you toast them grocery store bagels like the you know the 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 manufactured ones they're pathetic I can't I can't confirm there is something store. called a chicken bake chicken bake a chicken bake it's chicken breast cheese bacon and Caesar dressing uh, it looks like a, I don't like know a, if you can uh, go wrong it looks yeah. like a spring roll. I don't know if you can go that wrong with that. Sounds like a good mixture. I should really, I should, I, I'm, I'm, <laughs> I should drive to Costco after this hit and get all three and just, and just. Rate them and write a column. <laughs> I don't think I'd, I don't write a column. I have branched out from sports, but not into chicken bakes yet. Okay. Um, Jeff, but, I got to uh, recommend the Korean shrimp fried rice that you can get in the frozen section at Costco. Incredible. Incredible. Wait, it's, in what? A, it's in a pink box. Korean shrimp fried rice. Korean shrimp fried rice. I can't think of the brand name at the moment, but it's in a pink box. It's in the frozen Korean section. It's a, it's a packet shrimp. of six. It's very, very good. Korean shrimp fried All right. I'm going to do it. I take, I'm, I'm totally susceptible to recommendations. Like if people, one of the reasons this came up is because uh, I saw someone uh, just, just say, Facelandia, go on to Trader Joe's. What do I need to get? And then you see 60, 60, <laughs> yeah, 60 you different know, like, answers. Everyone has their own thing. And I want all of it. Like, I'm like, ah, I really got to get to Trader Joe's to get that. I got to get that. I got to get that. I'm totally susceptible to, to suggestion. Absolutely. Now, did, and you, recommendation. did you say you had another question off the top outside of your, uh, Oh, separate question was this. It's high school. It's the, it's the tonight's high school football night. Really the dawn yeah. of high school football here in, uh, in the in Shelby County in the entire area. Yep. So as high school football arrives, do you have tangs? And is it in fact when you think about your football career, was it ever more fun than playing high school football? Was that the zenith in terms of fun? Um, there were moments in shaded Memphis, by the way. There were, I mean, I'm sure you like that too. Okay. There were moments in college that were more fun. I'd say really the amalgamation of fun. The, the the everyday fun 
and high school was better. It's just less intense. And I would absolutely say that I never got nervous before games because, quite frankly, and I'm, I'm not trying to be like a, a bragger. I'm not tra- trying to be braggadocious. But right. it was easy. It was easy right. in high school. So you just knew you, you were going to have a good game. And it, yeah, and it's school. great to be good at things. I think everybody enjoys being right. better than their opponent and good in that moment. So I, I would say I would I would agree. I would say, yes, I, I had more fun. You were dominant in high school. Who was the best defensive lineman you went up against Ooh, in college? That's a good question. Defensive lineman in college? Like, was there anyone who just, like, gave you a, yeah. So Ed Oliver by far. Oh, um, and then after that, after that, I'd have to say, Robert Kambichi doesn't even make the list. I got to say. It wasn't. It, Breland Speaks was pretty good. He was very good at Ole Miss. And then so uh, Tristan Hill from many, UCF was pretty damn good. War number nine, many, big D tackle, played for the Cowboys yeah. for a couple years. How many times did you go up against Ed Oliver, and how twice was he? Twice, and he was just so – the problem with him is he is so low to the ground, Jeff, and I cannot get that. I could not I, – I could bend, okay? I You know, decent hips, decent knees, never had any knee injuries. I could bend, but he is – he fired off, and he plays for your Buffalo Bills, so I, I know you're rooting for him. But, but he fires been... off about t- two feet off the ground, and he's still balanced. It was ridiculous. It was impossible. He's... It's interesting. The Bills just extended him and gave him a second deal. A, 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 not a massive deal. Not a, you know, not a five, one of the five best defensive I think I know where you're going. He didn't show deal. that much in his first well, contract. Well, what's interesting is management likes him. The reporters who cover the team think he's underrated, that he makes it makes an impact if he's, even if he's not putting up st- counting stats. Fans are like, what the hell? Why didn't we take Jeffrey Simmons? What are we thinking? Like, what, what, why is Ed Oliver so good and why is he worth this money that he has not been particularly productive? And I think one reason is he's small, yep. right? He's small for an NFL defensive lineman, and he's not Aaron Donald quick. Um. Aaron Donald has made a lot of D tackles, a lot of money. There's a guy. I think you're I, right. You remember Kalijah Cansey this year, really athletic yeah. guy out of Pitt. I mean, Absolutely. the the amount of money that Aaron Donald has made, tiny little D linemen, it's insane. It's like because he's the next Aaron Donald. It, because everybody tries to. It's a copycat deal. Everybody tries to recreate it. Him as too small. Well, it's not unlike. And I, I don't want to turn this into a Buffalo Bills show. Although that would be an idea. It's like, um, it's like Josh Allen has made athletic quarterbacks. You know, Trey Lance. Like, you yep. know what I mean? Like, it's like, it, just because you can take a quarterback in college who was all tools and an inefficient passer, and all of a sudden he's one of the best three quarterbacks in the league. Everyone thinks they can take another quarterback who's all tools and an inefficient passer and make him. And you can't. Most there's a reason that that people were skeptical about Josh Allen. Yep, and he's the exception to the rule. So let me bring this up because we've talked about it a lot on this show this week. Anthony Richardson, what are your thoughts there? Like he's he got named the starter already by the Colts. I find that a little strange because I feel like the the conversation has flipped on a dime because when he was coming out and he gets drafted out of Florida, it's oh this guy's going to need some time to develop. And now everybody seems to be on board with, oh, he needs to get all the reps he can in year one, week one starter. Good job, Colts. It's 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 bizarre the the flip that that whole story has taken. Yeah, I mean, I don't know that that there is an answer here in terms of what is the best way um, to do things. I don't. I mean, I, I I'm skeptical that he's going to be good and dynamic because 
Um, he wasn't even a good. He was not even a good college quarterback. Yeah. Um, he got better as and, the year went along, but it took a while for him to get that first TD pass. <laughs> took a while. And and so I, I guess for that reason, I'm I just tend to be skeptical. In the end, I, I what I do like about it is the Colts are at least admitting, like this is job one. This is the only thing really that matters. <laughs> you know, like they're not they're not pretending that 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 there's more to their season other than figuring out who the quarterback is. And I guess that's valuable. It's interesting though to me how in this in the league you 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 you, you play two seasons and then they either the people make up their minds up about you. That's why yep. so so why Geno Smith is such an interesting case because he was dismissed as oh yeah he's no good. But then, well, maybe it's maybe it's not that these players are no good. Maybe there is actually a learning curve, and it takes a hell of a long time. It's you know, so I don't. I, but I don't know. Do you have a philosophy on whether I it's mean, best I, to give them all the reps, or I, whether it's best to hold them back? And I have them? a philosophy when it comes to guys I've seen produce at the college level: the C.J. Strouds, Bryce Youngs of the world. Throw them in there. I've seen them throw the ball. Complete sixty-five percent of their sixty-five to seventy percent of their passes have really good stats. It's fine to throw them in early. Anthony Richardson completed fifty percent of his passes last yeah. year. Like I, well, I just Allen don't get any on these. He's got what twelve games under his yeah. belt. Yeah, it just it's doesn't make sense. Um, Josh Allen was not supposed to play as a rookie, uh, but because of injuries, he ended up playing as a rookie, and, and he looked rough. And oh, he looked rough, but like, is that? But was that valuable for him? Would he have looked rough the next year or two? Patrick Mahomes did not play as a rookie. Seemed to work out okay for him. But is that really because he didn't play as a rookie? Or is it because he's, he's awesome? Or, or maybe it's because think, he has the best play caller ever, and arguably, the and the best tight end. Best tight end in the league. I don't league. think there is a right. I don't think there is an established right answer here. I don't necessarily think. Um, um, but, you know, I mean, there's, there's the David Cars of the world who were rooting. Right, I mean, yep. but was he really ruined, or was he ever going to be good? I, I, mean, I think he was that, ruined. That, he got plat. I mean, he got killed. He got he'd sit he sit back did. in the pocket, getting murked, murdered. He got murdered, um, <laughs> and so maybe he, maybe he would have been good. Would Tim Couch have been good? Was Tim Couch good? Yeah. It was he thrown in, or was he never going to be good? I remember Sam Bradford for the Rams got him to the playoffs, or had them. They won seven games year one and had a chance to get to the playoffs, and then his O line stunk so bad that he never was able to develop. Well, Sam Bradford felt like injuries too. Like yes. Sam Bradford was because he was getting hit that, so much. Yeah. So, um, I don't know. I, uh, I I I'm I was surprised by the Anthony Richardson, by, by that they just came out and said, you know, fine. Although, on the other hand, who are you fooling with Gardner Minshew? Like he wasn't going to be it, right? Like he wasn't. He, <laughs> he could hold it for a couple, hold it down for a couple he weeks. Could hold. Yes. Well, that's exactly it. it, it but is that going to make a difference? So you've given it to Gardner Minshew for five games. Let's just say they're one and four. And then they make the change. Is that going to be the difference in Anthony Richardson's career, one way or another? <laughs> Maybe not. Like I, I don't know. The, I'm not right. saying it's not, but I don't. I don't know the answer to that. I think he needs I also think reps. It's probably how you're wired, right? I think there's some quarterbacks who could probably flounder and and fail the way that and and, and it and it doesn't necessarily have an impact on their psyche, right? Because they're so. And there's others who it would destroy. Yes. But I think the guys that get destroyed generally are not going to have the best Make career it. anyway because the, you got to be mentally, you got to be mentally really tough. So would you like to go back and do high school football again? Like was it? Yeah, like, it was oh, that those fun. Were the days. It was that fun. Yes, I, I think I think I'd do that. 
Now, if you ask me about college or pro, I don't. I mean, that was a lot of work. <laughs> that was a lot of work, Jeff. I gotta say. Once I got done, it was hard to get out of that mindset. Once I broke it, it felt a lot better. Right. Well, uh, to all the people out there playing high school football or playing in the band at halftime or cheering or spinning the flags or selling popcorn, I hope you have a good time and stay safe tonight. Yeah. Now, last thing, are, are we about mm-hmm. sick of uh, realignment talk? Was there more today? I no, no. I, just, I, I brought up the rumor yesterday of Rice, Tulane, SMU, USF, AAC schools to the Pac-4. That's that's the, those. There's rumors out there. Well, when 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 we first heard that they were recruiting four, my instant thought was, "Call from mom. Answer it." Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. And Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. You know, where are Stanford and Cal in all of this? Because if yes. Stanford and Cal are leading the charge... I could not actually have imagined a world where, um, where it would be SMU, SMU and Tulane are obvious. And then you're like, well, is Stanford, I mean, I hate to say this, but is Stanford going to want to be in the same conference as Memphis? No, no, they're not. So, um, so if Stanford was going independent, it might make more sense. But the truth of the matter is, is that, I mean, it's pathetic and sad for Memphis and, outrageous at some level, but it's also kind of predictable that a place like Stanford uh, is looking at, oh, let's add Tulane and SMU, and Rice is one of the great universities in the country. It's just, mm-hmm. I think, in the U.S. News and World Report ranking, it's top 15. So, um, so that's who Stanford says, oh, yeah, they're like us. Um, and, um, and so it's, you know, relatively speaking, a, a wildly ineffectual athletic program, certainly in the big sports. And, and I thought we, we learned that that's what was supposed to matter. But <clears throat> so it's not entirely surprising to me. I saw people yep. reacting, you know, with outrage that it's – but, but I'm, uh, if it's Stanford driving the ship, it's not that surprising to me. Yeah. Now, um, I know you have to go, but uh, have you heard about the 5K for autism around our, where we're at? Holy Rosary? I have run in this it weekend? before. Yes, uh, the Rob Fisher is going to be uh, emceeing this weekend. So, 
and Rob's gonna. I heck, I think there was. You know, I got so I was old enough that I'd like place in my age category because people are dropping out. At, you know, <laughs> when they get to be this. So there was one year I went. Yeah, and I was whatever. That's a great little run. Yes. And so for people who are who are runners, my knees have given out. By all means, um, I bet you can still register for the run. And it's a great little school, and I, and I know that program has meant a lot to Rob and his family. So I yep. hope people support it. For sure, 8 a.m. tomorrow. But appreciate it, Jeff. We'll talk on Monday. Bye. That's Jeff Calkins at Jeff underscore Calkins on X. Daily Memphian columnist, also uh, Jeff Calkins Show, 92.9 FM, ESPN 9 to 11. Um, but I do want to mention this because Rob Fisher is emceeing this weekend. The 10th annual, 10th anniversary Memphis Runs for Autism um, you can go donate. You can show up 8 a.m. tomorrow and, and register memphisrunsforautism.com. Really good, really good situation, really good um, 5K uh, at Holy Rosary. Again, tomorrow, 8 a.m. So make sure you go check that out. Now, Oxbow's a family-owned and operated retail store that has been making waves in East Memphis for over a decade. They have your best Memphis-themed gifts and tees, whether it's tigers, grizzlies, whatever it may be, you can go get. They also have vintage vinyl for music lovers, uh, they have sports memorabilia for the diehard fans. They have hunting and outdoor, outdoor gear for the adventurous souls. Um, they have your SEC favorites, Alabama, Arkansas, Tennessee, you name it, they have it. Um, their top summer brands that you need to check out, I have latched on very heavily to Gentile. Gentile has great polos. They fit my big body. They'll fit your body as well. Free Fly, Fair Harbor, Duckhead, Mizzen, and Maine as well. Get to 964 June Road. Off Poplar on June Road behind the Amico Station. Check out that two-story storefront. It is beautiful. You're going to find something that you absolutely adore, whether it's clothing, vinyl, whatever it may be. Um, And the staff is so friendly. You can meet Earl the dog. Make sure you go pat him on the head, give him a couple pets. But 964 June Road is where it's located. And here's what I'm going to do for you as well. You can go to shopboxbow.com, their online store, where they hold just about everything. You can ship everything on that site, shopboxbow.com, to anywhere in the United States of America. And when you go to check out, use my promo code, The Gabe Show, all caps, one word, no spaces, The Gabe Show, and you'll get 20% off your online order at shopboxbow.com. But whether you're searching for that perfect outfit, unique gifts, vintage vinyl, sports memorabilia, hunting and outdoor essentials, local Oxbow has you covered. Shop local, shop Oxbow. Now, I have three pressing questions and answers when it comes to Memphis football. We'll get to those next right here at 92.9 FM ESPN. Guests appear on the Smile Center Hotline. Now back to the Gabe Kuhn Show, live from the Service Master by Cornerstone Studios on 92.9 FM ESPN. Back in on the Gabe Kuhn Show, 92.9 FM ESPN. Memphis football's rolling along in fall camp. And I think most fans, there's... You know, 11,000 or so season tickets sold. There's a little bit of a lack of excitement after the last two years going 6-6 six and six and 3-5 and five in conference. Everyone seems to be expecting the worst and hoping for the best. I think that's the best way I can put it. It's a wait-and-see mode, seeing what these transfer portal additions are going to add to the team. You lost your top four receivers. There's some questions about that defensively. What are they going to look like in year two under Matt Barnes? But I have three questions and answers on Memphis football this year. Let's start with number one. Number one. Defensively. Can Matt Barnes lead this group to a top three finish in the AAC? Last year, the the pass defense got a substantial amount better. 
It's been a struggle to get that pass defense going, but he was 51st. That group was 51st in the country in total yards, and quite frankly, I don't think they had enough depth along the defensive line. They had some injuries up there, and they just didn't have big bodies. They had some walk-ons playing some time. I think the answer to this, can Matt Barnes lead this group to a top three finish in the AAC? Absolutely, yes. I think I've said on multiple occasions, I think the defense is going to be ahead of the offense as the season wears along. We've gotten used to, in Memphis, the offense pacing and the defense trying to hold a team down under the point total. You're scoring 48. Can you hold them to 41 or whatever it may be? I think this defense can really do some damage. And the reason I say that is they brought a lot of transfer portal additions. Let's start there. Adarius Jones on the defensive line. Keep an eye out. This is a name I've been hearing a lot from the staff. And inside, the, inside that facility, Josh Ellison, a transfer from Oklahoma. He plays D-tackle. He is big. He's fast. He's good at, at, at getting penetration, getting into the backfield. He's a guy to keep an eye on. Also, you have a guy in Derek Hunter who was the number one JUCO D tackle. You're going to have depth along the defensive line like you didn't have last year. You're going to be able to rotate guys in. And, and let's talk about who they already have. Jalen Allen was the most productive guy on that defense last year. Five sacks, bunch of tackles for loss. Cormonte Hamilton transferred from Ohio State two years ago. He's in year two now with this group. Linebacking core, Jeffrey Cantonarku. Returner, they expect a lot out of him. He can come off the edge. He can do some things at off-ball linebacker. Chandler Martin from East Tennessee State is a is a uh, transfer portal addition. And the back end is really handled in a lot of ways. They're pretty deep there. Simeon Blair coming over from Arkansas. But here's where I think that this is going to be different than it was even a year ago, and I thought they made some improvements under Matt Barnes in year one. With the depth they have on the defensive line, Matt Barnes talked about when he came into Memphis – after being the, the D.C. for Ohio State down the stretch of two seasons ago, once Kerry Coombs got taken out of that position. Matt Barnes talked about wanting to be multiple. I want to run three down front. I want to go four down. We want to run some bear. We want to run some different things. We want to get some exotic blitzes going. The amount of depth they have along the defensive line and, and linebacking core is going to provide Matt Barnes an ability to be multiple like he was not able to do last year. They had to run a three-down front. They weren't comfortable with their personnel. This year, they should be more comfortable with their personnel. And the secondary is about as talented as we've seen in a long, long time. Simeon Blair started 30 games at Arkansas, was a captain. He's already a captain here. Malik Feaster started 30-plus games at Jacksonville State, was one of the best cornerbacks, all-conference guy. He went to Florida State, had some injuries. We'll actually talk to Kyron Samuels, who went to Jacksonville State, about Malik Feaster because he knows a lot about him a little bit later here at about six. But Malik Feaster is long. He, he's, he's going to create turnovers. He is a really good cover guy, especially in man coverage. Um, and then you add it to Greg Rubin, who's going into year three on campus, started as a true freshman. They have more depth and more talented pieces on the defense than they've had since about 2014, and I really mean that. Now, how does it come together? How does it mesh? That's the question. But I think – that number one question, defensively, can Matt Barnes lead this group to a top three finish in the AAC? I think without question, yes. Now let's get to number two. Number two. Is there enough talent to throw to? Is there enough? They lost their four leading receivers. You don't have to hide that. Eddie Lewis <laughs> is gone. Caden Priestcorn is gone. Javon Ivory is gone. Gabriel Rogers is gone. But they did try to replace him. I'll give them credit for that. Now, Rock Taylor's been on campus. Joe Skates has been on campus. Rock Taylor's more consistent. He's a big-bodied guy, good hands. Joe Skates is a deep threat. He's really fast. 
but the hands have been relatively shaky. Another guy that's been on campus, Kobe Drake, little slot guy, um, pretty decent out of there, um, had some good moments last year. But they bring in two guys that they have to hinge all their hopes on, Toski Dove from Mizzou and Demir Blankumsey from Toledo. Highly productive guys at their last stop. This is our last year of eligibility. They want to make a mark. You're going to have to get the production out of them. Now, the answer to is there enough talent to throw to, my answer is it's not out of the realm of possibilities. I think they're more thin than they've been in the past at the wide receiver position. When I was playing, I mean, good Lord, the amount of uh, wide receiver talent. You had uh, Anthony Miller, Phil Mayhew, DeMonte Coxey didn't even get all that much time. Calvin Austin was on that roster, didn't even get any run when I was on campus. And we see what he's doing with the Pittsburgh Steelers now. Machane Slade was a guy who never even got run, and he ended up starting at Georgia Southern, or, or, or I believe West Georgia as well, when he left. Like, there were so many guys. I think this is a thin group. It's not out of the realm of possibilities that they can recreate the amount of production they had last year, maybe exceed it, but they have to have the benefit of good health. And we know sometimes that injury bug can bite. If, if you have another guy go down, Toski Dove had some struggles in the spring staying on the field. If he goes down, you start to wonder who's going to replace that type of production. You could get thin really fast with the, the pass catchers they have. And also, replacing a guy like Caden Prescorn is not going to be easy. There's a guy named Anthony Lanfear um, that has been getting a lot of run at tight end. They're going to have to find a way to replace some of that production at tight end, and that's definitely easier said than done with Caden Prescorn out the door. Now number three. Number three. And this is my most skeptical answer. I, like, I, I don't know if they're going to be all that much better. Now, I could be pr- proven wrong completely, but I think this is the question that everyone needs to know about this offense if they're going to be successful and be balanced and get to where they were a few years ago under Mike Norvell and maybe even year one with Ryan Silverfield. Can the offensive line and run game take pressure off of Seth Hennigan? i got to be honest, I'm skeptical. And it's not that I don't think they have the bodies to go do it. That, that's, that's the thing. But you have a year one O-line coach and Jeff Myers getting to campus. Ryan Silverfield's trying to get more involved in that room. I think it comes down to a couple of things. One, you have to stay as healthy as possible. And two, I think you have to get some of these transfer portal additions involved. You bring in guys. They, they did the right things this offseason. They tried to bring in Chris Morris from Texas A&M. Now, granted, he's off, and I think he just committed to Charlotte the other day. He's, he's, not, he's not here anymore. He was a local kid. But they have Marcus Henderson from MUS, and they have Xavier Hill, who was competing for a job at LSU last year, a starting job, and he started a few games there. I would feel a lot better if those guys are involved in day one opening lineup uh, sort of starting five up there with that first offensive line because that would tell me that they have come in and they have shown that they are better than what was on campus already. And we know the last two years it spiraled out of control. The run game has not been good. Another thing I think that needs to happen, Tim Cramsey has to take it upon his shoulders, the OC, year two OC for this team. He has got to get more multiple with this run game. When we – when I was there, when Daryl Henderson was running for 1,000 yards, 1,400 yards, he even got to 2,000 one year, the amount of diverse, 
the diversity in that run game was unbelievable. Now, I'm going to get into the weeds here, but you'd have these inside zones where they're picking their own lane, outside zones where you hit it a little wider. You'd run counters where you're pulling around the guard and the tackle and they're leading the way. You'd have uh, powers where the guard pulls around, gets up on the linebacker. You would have all these different schemes that you'd run up front. In the last two years, I've seen those dissipate. I haven't seen a whole lot of diversity. Now, you need the guys up front that can go run different schemes. You need to be able to have the guys you trust up there to execute. But at the same time, if they want this run game to really get going, they have to find a way to run different plays. They have to find a way to keep the defense off balance, reading pullers, trying to find ways to expose them time after time after time. One thing that's been missing on this offense uh, since Norvell left is those chunk plays in the run game. Daryl Henderson, Patrick Taylor, Antonio Gibson, Kenny Gibson, you name it, they had chunk play after chunk play. You could count on one or two a game for 25, 30-plus yards in the run game. We haven't had that the past two years, and that's been a big issue. And if they can get that done for Seth Hennigan, Seth Hennigan can spread the ball out. He's in year three. He's becoming more of a vocal leader. He, he seems more comfortable. He can really cook if you get that run game going and give him more to work with. But they have to give him more to work with. But the answer there is I'm very skeptical, unfortunately, about the O-line and the run game being able to take pressure off Seth Hennigan this year. I hope I'm proven wrong, but my hopes are not as high as they should be at this point. We're two weeks out from game one against Bethune-Cookman, and I don't know if they're where they need to be at this current moment. Now, you know what you need to do since it's a Friday? Get over to your liquor store, your favorite locally owned liquor store, and get a bottle of Old Dominic, and they have all the spirits you need. They have the Hewling Station line. They have gin. They have vodka. But I have latched on to that Tennessee whiskey, Old Dominic Tennessee whiskey. It is aged here, distilled here, bottled here, barreled here. First time that's been the case in Memphis since Prohibition with a whiskey. And I got to say, it's unto its own. The flavor profile is great. Maple sugar charcoal distilling, so you're going to get those sweet notes. You can drink it neat. You can put it on ice. You can mix it with your favorite cocktail. You're going to love it. And I, I always say, it, being that it's unto its own, it is Old Dominic Memphis whiskey. Let's, let's leave the Tennessee out of it. We know that we hold our own side of the state. It is Old Dominic Memphis whiskey. It's available wherever you can find it. Favorite locally owned liquor store. Ask for it by name at your favorite locally owned restaurant, but don't stop there. Head on downtown to that state-of-the-art distillery right there and uh, learn what makes Old Dominic so special. Whether you're stopping in for a refreshing drink while exploring Memphis, joining them for a tour and tasting, which you can book at olddominic.com, as well as check out all their great products. Um, you can also um, just sort of finish up a night out in style. Go get a craft cocktail at the bar. Old Dominic has something for everyone's taste in an elevated yet relaxed atmosphere. And you can host a special event, wedding, wedding reception. I've been to a few there, and they're, they're always a good time. They're always a good time. Also, Old Dominic's the official spirit of the Memphis Grizzlies. So when you go to FedEx Forum in the club level, there's two different bar locations for Old Dominic. You can get craft cocktails while you're watching a game, seeing a comedian, watching your favorite artist at FedEx Forum. So make sure you go check that out. Two bar locations inside FedEx Forum. Old Dominic's Distillery. Come say hi. Now, it's time to hop into small talk. We'll do that when we return right here on the Gabe Coon Show, 92.9 FM ESPN. Here on 92.9, we talk ball every weekday from 4 till 7 p.m.
Except right now. It's time for Big Man Small Talk on 92.9's Gabe Coon Show. And Small Talk is brought to you by the Memphis Touchdown Club. Eight-part speaker series all will be held at Hilton Memphis. If you need tickets, you need information, go to memphistdclub.com. Now, I'm not here to shame people today, but I think we need to be smarter as a society at times. This, this is an example of that. So there was a Stranger Things fan. Her name's Michaela. She's from Kentucky. She's Kentucky-based. She had her life turned upside down in the past week. She was catfished. And catfish, I mean, it's common. Like, it it happens in today's society, especially with all the online dating and everything that happens via social media. But she got catfished by a scammer claiming to be Dacre Montgomery, who's an actor in Stranger Things. He plays Billy in the series. So Michaela, when she was catfished by Dacre Montgomery, she thought it was Dacre Montgomery the whole time, this single mother... Michaela, from Kentucky, left her husband for the scammer after meeting him online and then sent the catfisher 10 grand that she did not have she had to borrow. And now she is out in the cold, she's away from her family, and she is 10 grand down. I just have to say, I'm not here to shame her, okay? I just think we need to be smarter. And she's not old. By any stretch of the imagination. She's in her 30s. I think there's an understanding at some point, especially when you're that age, sort of the millennial generation. You need to understand that this is possible. We've had shows about it. And here's where it really bothers me. I, I think the biggest part of this thing. If Dacre Montgomery needs $10,000 from Michaela in Kentucky, it's probably not Dacre Montgomery. <laughs> I'm just telling you. It's probably not Dacre. If you have an actor who is world relatively famous that plays on Stranger Things, and by the way, is from Australia, Dacre Montgomery's from Australia, he's probably not going to be needing money from you in particular. I just find this whole story frustrating, and I think Michaela, as much as I'm not going to shame her, I think she should have known better, and I think we can all agree on that. He's also dating a supermodel. <laughs> She thought that... Uh, and it's pretty pretty public. She thought that... Uh, she thought, Who's the supermodel, by the way? Liv Pollock. Okay. Yeah, so um, she probably uh, she probably should have known. She probably should have understood. She thought that there was some infidelity going on with her. Mother from Kentucky, Michaela. If you're the husband, do you take her back? Or, like, how do you... This how is, do you reconcile this, this situation? This is a pretty insane moment of weakness for her. $10,000? dollars I mean, but in the back of your mind, yeah, she she did leave you. <laughs> she did leave you. But she like. But don't you feel kind of bad, even on the back end? It depends on what was said. Right. Like, you, there's some things that are said that you can't reconcile. But ten thousand dollars, it's a lot of money. It's a lot of money to to send to somebody that you think might be a celebrity. And it, why would a celebrity? Why so would why would Dacre Montgomery need name, ten grand? That's a whole thing, too. That's a whole that's, thing. That's the, in itself they, just ridiculous. There is a screenshot going around of the alleged messages between the two of them, and they are just ridiculous. So if you can search those on Twitter. Well, like, Twitter, are they they're expletives? No, they're just more like, it's very obvious that it's, like, the scammer wasn't really trying that hard, if that if you catch yeah. my drift here. Like, one of the things he told her was, make sure to check out the episode called Dear Billy, because I'm going to be in it. And she was like, well, how... How would he know that he, that? How would anybody else know 
that he was going to be in it. I don't know. Maybe because the episode was called Dear Billy. Like, the scammer behind the computer has to be like, oh, my God, it's working. Yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to get this money. Ten grand. I feel bad, but I'm also like, come on. And also, when you send ten grand to somebody, don't you, like, need, like, a name or, like, some type of bank it account? It must have like, been multiple and, transactions, okay. if I had to guess. If, yeah. I, if I had so to. Like uh, a Venmo? Yeah. <laughs> Maybe send, send it to my cash app. <laughs> Zell. Zell me over this ten grand, please. I'm Dacre Montgomery, by the way. Yes. Dating a supermodel on on Stranger Things, but I need 10 grand. And I from found you. you from Michaela Kentucky. Michaela in Kentucky, I need your 10 grand. I need your 10 grand. Oh, not God. the supermodels and not mine. <laughs> not yours. mine. Yours. Brutal. Brutal stuff. Be smarter, people. Be smarter. But uh, we have one hour left in the show, left in the week. Um, we'll get to the Blitz around 6.30, but coming up next, I got to get – we got to talk some ball. We got to talk some uh, NFL – a little bit of college football, a little Memphis, a little Jacksonville State because I'm bringing on my guy, former Jacksonville State all-conference alignment and the senior consultant and writer at Defiant Takes. That would be Kyron Samuels. He's next, 92.9 FM ESPN. Now with the MLB app, you can get baseball your way. Pick your favorite team, your favorite players, and get customized highlights, stories, and breaking news right on your home feed. Follow the action with Game Tip, where 3D replays add another dimension. Plus, notifications can keep you connected to every pitch, every hit, every game. The MLB app. Baseball, your way. Download it now for free from the App Store or Google Play. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trade parts used with permission. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. Baseball is back. And so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode. And catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission.